So what are the best materials to use when working as an electrician? There is a massive selection of different brands of materials to use as electricians from all different sorts of wholesalers. But which brand is the best one to use? And also, what's the best price? With everything, there is brands that obviously they come and they go. When they first come out, they have a great reputation and everyone's using them, but then they start to go wrong and they sort of disappear. It's when you've installed that kit into someone's house, you've done a lovely job and when you've walked away, yes, it works perfect. But then something goes wrong, maybe a year or so later, and you go back to replace that part of equipment and you find out that it's obsolete. That's a bummer. You want to install the best materials on the market inside your customers' houses to make sure they last, to make it look like you've obviously done a good job, but with also introducing the new technology onto the market, which are the, the new brands that are coming out. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about the materials that I've used over the past 20 years to build a successful electrical business, along with a few that I might have took a gamble on that probably didn't work out as I expected. Toolbox Talks for Electricians, helping electricians reduce stress, gain back time, and earn more money. Welcome back once again to Toolbox Talks for Electricians. My name is Ben Poulter, your host, and this is the question that I've been asked a few times by quite a few electricians. What are the best materials to use in your own business? And if I was able to put it simply, which I don't think it is quite a simple answer, you could just say I'd use Hager boards, I use JCC downlights, and all the socket and switches, I use Click. Well, that's not that simple. And as you may well know, every job is completely different, and every job may require different materials. Just for example, if the customer's already got some sockets and switches in their house, maybe the decorative ones that have maybe got in their living room and they want the new kitchen to match, well, you've got to source them sockets and switches to match. And you will, you'll have to find the exact ones because obviously customers are always right and that's exactly what they want. But then if they're a real bad make, like they're rubbish and they've obviously got them off Amazon, then yeah, you'll find out the, the, the nearest ones you can. And the best ones of the best brand, some that's going to last, some that you're happy to put in without devaluing your installation in a way, without doing a rubbish job, because you know that some of these sockets and switches, they're not going to stand the test of time. And you know that from experience, because possibly, if you're like me, you've installed them before. But then it comes because you've got to explain to your customer as well why you've not got these exact ones, because they've obviously seen them. They've seen them on Amazon. You can get them for £5.50 for 10 sockets. Well, you've got to explain to them why you're not going to install them sockets. You've got to say, look, this is not safe. I'm not happy to walk away and put these sockets in there that will possibly put your house in a dangerous position. So I'd rather buy these manufactured sockets from my wholesalers that are 10 times better quality. So you maybe have to explain that to your customer as well. And obviously, hopefully, they'll understand. I always think just because the existing sockets and switches are rubbish, it doesn't mean you have to follow suit and put rubbish sockets and switches in. Always do the best job you can. Over my time as an electrician, I've worked all over the UK in different areas, and you sort of get a feeling to what board or what materials are in that property that you find out what's popular in that area. And nine times out of 10, it's probably a brand you've never heard of before. And because you want to keep all the MCBs or the RCBOs, the same sort of brand inside that board, it's a, it's a good thing to do, that you Google it. You go onto Google and check it out and you find out that hang about this brand is the same as 
MK or it's the same as Luden sort of thing. It's just been rebranded just with a different logo. And I do, I hate it when that happens because you do get the same, the same MCB or the same RCBO to fit that fuse board. And yeah, it fits and it works perfectly, but it just looks different. It messes with my OCD. I, I like things to look nice and straight and equal. And in an ideal world, you'd say, look, let's replace the fuse board for a modern fuse board. But like you say, if you're just adding one circuit or maybe doing a lighting circuit in a the kitchen, then they're not going to want to upgrade the whole fuse board just for one circuit, just so you can make it look perfectly neat. So the only thing you can do is do your best. And as in any property, domestic, commercial or industrial, that your fuse board is obviously the main port of call. That's the thing that's going to protect all your circuits. That's the thing that's going to make the fuse trip if, there's, if there is any fault in that property. So if you have got a job, make sure that you spend your money on the RCBOs or on the RCDs or the surge protection. Spend it on the fuse board and then everything else, it becomes second best. All these fancy switches and sockets that people want, they want USB sockets, they want chrome plated, they want chrome with black inserts or grey inserts is quite popular I find now. But they all want these, but they can be changed at a later date if the customer hasn't got it in their budget to be able to afford to have all these fancy decorative switching sockets, switches and sockets. The board is the main part, of the, is, a, is the bulk of the installation. That's the one that's going to make everything work properly. And they're not going to come along later on and go, yeah, we'll, we'll change that board after we've done our decorative sockets. All through my apprentice, I was told that MK was the, the, king, of the king of the crop, the king of materials. Everyone wanted MK switches because they were nice and sleek. And yes, they did work perfectly, to perfectly spot on sort of thing. I did it when I did install them. They were great, industrial and commercial. That's a lot of what I did with my apprenticeship. We installed MK because they were just nice and neat and tough. So when I started out on my own, I had it in my head that MK was the brand to go to. So I would install these MK split load boards. And round about then, back in the day, they were probably about £100 for a, a 10-way RCBO, 10-way dual RCD split load board. SPDs, they weren't around at the time. You didn't have to install them. So changing a board for under sort of £500 was quite common. And although that you can still get these split loads boards from, I don't know, many different wholesalers. I'm not going to name the main ones, but you do get these split loads boards in places. I don't think any decent electrician will put in a split load board anymore. It will just be RCBOs all the way. And for good reason. It makes things so much easier for maybe testing, for fault finding, and for the customer convenience. Because obviously when you're testing, you can test each individual circuit. It's got its own RCBO that's protected. And it's it just in my eyes, it's easier to test. And then when you're fault finding, it's easier to separate the circuits as well. Because if you've got a split low board, sometimes you get nuisance tripping. It's a bit of a nightmare. So you can't really test it as easy if it's RCBOs. And then customer convenience, this is where you can separate the, the board. Like with a split low board, if you're working on a circuit, you always have to say to the customer, look, I'm not working on your sockets. I'm only doing maybe doing the lighting. But if it's fed or protected by the same RCD in a split low board, you've got to let the customer know that things happen. I might My tools might trip the fuse. It might trip that RCD and knock your supply off to your computer. So you've got to let the customer know sometimes. But if you've got an RCBO board, it's just a lot easier.
And I would say always install a decent brand as well. It's probably a brand you've heard of or a brand that you've probably used before. You've got a bit of experience with that you know are good. Don't just go for the cheapest one. I know you can go into any wholesalers. You can say, right, what's a the fully loaded board? And they'll go, right, we've got this on offer. Yeah, more than likely on offer because it hasn't sold. It's been there for flipping 10 years where no one's bought it. So they've got these brands that are on offer that you won't be able to buy MCBs for in a few years or RCBOs for in a few years. So install something that have standed the test of time, that have been around for a little while, that you can use for the future. And for an RCBO board with SBD, it's going to cost you round about £200 these days. And I do know that every brand, yeah, it has got different prices. You could pay up to sort of three, £400. And I know you can get them cheap old ones for 160 as well. And the brand that you install with your board is more, it's, it's always down to you. It's down to you what you're comfortable with, what you're comfortable to sign off, because obviously it's down to you. It's your insurance. You're leaving that property in a safe condition. So you've got to be confident that if you go and install a cheap old board, that that is going to do the job if anything bad happens. Always work out on the worst case scenario. Say you install one socket on a, a radial circuit. They, they say, the customer says, oh, no, all we're going to plug in its computer because that's to our new office. But what if that office gets cold and they think, hang about, we'll plug a couple of heaters in. You've got to work on the worst case scenario. If they plug a couple of heaters in, is that fuse going to trip before that cable melts? That's all you need to know. And like myself, I suppose a lot of electricians, they have their own go-to brand. More than likely, because that's the top brand or the best brand that your wholesaler that you normally deal with has got. Because when you get it from a reputable wholesalers, it sort of gives you a bit of backup. If anything goes wrong, You've got them as well to go hang about this RCBO. It keeps tripping. You can just go back and switch it out with a brand new one sort of thing because you do get faulty bits every now and again. Then if you've got any other problems with that consumer unit, you've got a bit of a backup. They can get in contact with the rep to say, right, this doesn't work properly with this piece of equipment. Why? Is it a type B or is it a type C or a type A? Is there something wrong? You've got a bit of help there, I think. So it's always a good idea to get it from a reputable wholesalers and maybe not off the sort of car boot shops in effect so i would say with consumer units or fuse boards i would say get the best one you can with the budget you've got and if the customer says right we'll knock 100 quid off because i can get my fuse board from screw fix down the road they no not gonna happen i will supply the fuse board because it's my insurance i'm covering it i'm installing it i would also i'd always say look i want to install the equipment which i'm comfortable to install even if the, 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 the customer might say sometimes, don't worry about the insurance. We won't, we won't um, drag you up if the house catches fire. Yes, they will. 100%, someone will go back and say, right, who fitted this socket? Why did it catch fire? How did it catch fire? You're going to be the last port of call. Even if some people say that it does, doesn't matter, we just want to do it, we don't want a test certificate. I don't care. I want to be able to walk away and sleep at night, but that is a safe installation that you've left. So the next common piece of equipment that electricians use all day, not all day, every day, but I'd say every week we touch one or two is down lights. They look 10 times better than ceiling pendants and they give out a lot of better light. And one of the best sales pitches that I've give customers is they don't collect cobwebs. If it's a high ceiling, sometimes you say, oh yeah, your light, it's got a few cobwebs around it. Stick down lights in, the cobwebs are not going to collect around that down light. You'll be easily and a lot cleaner. And a lot of customers like that. They love the idea to say, oh, yes, I haven't got to dust that light or dust that chandelier. We'll stick down lights in. It makes things so much simpler. And I think customers love it 
because it's a lot less cleaning. And who who enjoys cleaning? One of the reasons I become an electrician because I'm no good at cleaning. I don't want to clean and I cannot clean. So since being an electrician, it's renowned. We don't clean up. And in my time as an electrician, downlights they have. They have come a long way. I remember when I first started out, I used to install the fire cans. The fire cans with the GU10 lamps in that used to get red hot. So yeah, you needed them fire cams with the breathable bit at the top where you can pull away the insulation so that can can breathe because them GU10 lamps, yeah, they did. They got red hot. And then it moved to the GU10 lamps being LED, which were a lot better. We put LED lamps in these GU10 fittings, which, yeah, they, they didn't get hot. They were spot on. They were fine. But sometimes them GU10 lamps, they didn't stand the test of time. They didn't last long. And now we've gone all out. We've got these all singing, all dancing, LED lights, color changing with interchangeable bezels, which I think are fantastic. I think, again, as well, a lot of electricians, they have their go-to downlight. There's a few out there. There's um, Anstall or JCC, and JCC were the ones that I fitted because I also told the customer, because they saw it on the box, it comes with a seven-year warranty. They will not go wrong for seven years. They're guaranteed. Well, that didn't quite work out. It was fantastic until one of them went faulty over maybe it'd been there a couple of years and they went faulty. And you've got to sort of say to the customer, my guarantee is for the wiring and the insulation. The product, that's oh, I'll guarantee that for 12 months as well because I wouldn't mind going to change it out if it was 12 months old because it'd just be easy enough and the wholesaler would be able to take it back. But after the 12 months, the wholesaler said, no, 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 the warranty's with JCC. You've got to contact JCC, which you've got to make sure they're registered with the barcodes to be able to get them changed out. And then you'd go to JCC and they say, oh, yeah, we discontinued that model. We don't do that anymore. And you're like, oh, mate, why? Like, Because then you get the new, maybe V50s, and they'll say, well, gear this one, you can replace it with that, but they look slightly different. And that messes with my OCD. And a lot of customers, they like the OCD part of me, I think, because I like things looking just so. When you look up, they're all the same size. And I know my, that might be off sometimes, and it won't make a difference, but they, they look different inside. And the the lighting's slightly different from them. Obviously, the V50s are obviously better than the old ones, but they were different. And that's what wound me up. So with that seven-year warranty that they give, it wasn't the best after all. If your customers know that there's a seven-year warranty, then if one goes, they're going to call you up. You've got to explain to them that the warranty is with the manufacturer of the light fitting, not necessarily me. I did have it before where a customer, they phoned me up maybe three years after the job and said, yeah, yeah one of these light fittings have gone. I explained to them, I said, well, I'm obviously going to have to charge to come out to be able to take the light fitting down and put the new one up. If you get in contact with JCC, they'll send you a new one out. Uh, she, she didn't like that idea. And I, I explained to her, I said that if it was a problem with the wiring, I would come out, it'd be fantastic. I'm going to have to charge you just to change one light. So she said, oh yeah, it's the wiring. I said, are the rest of the lights working? Yeah, but it's the wiring. I knew it wasn't the wiring. I had to go anyway to go, you keep customers happy, customers always right. But they'll lie to you just to get you there but with all this seven year warranty sometimes it's just so much easier going to get a new fit in which is sort of 16 17 pound and stick a new one up it's a lot easier and it saves so much more time because time is money so after all that rigmarole i decided to give ksr a go 
in these KSR lights, they had three interchangeable colors and the bezels were magnetic. So you didn't even have to take it out of the ceiling when you wanted to change the bezels. If someone says, oh, I don't like the white ones, can we have brushed chrome? Not a problem. The thing is, I think they come with brushed chrome in the box. So you had three different bezels or two different bezels. I'm not 100% sure, but you've got different bezels and you can just magnet, put them straight back on, even after the painting or decorate has done its thing. And the customer might have changed their mind saying, oh, we want chrome ones. We want brushed chrome. You can change them nice and easy without having to change them out in the ceiling. And that made my life a lot easier. So that's what I use these days. Because another bonus with these lights as well is they've got little switches to say cool white, warm white, and daylight. You can have it in whatever setting you want. And obviously you explain this to your customer and you know for a fact that they might later on change their mind and oh yeah, that cool white was fantastic, but I'd rather it warm white because I do think that the cool white sort of lights, they make it look like a bit of a doctor's surgery where it's bright light and it's cold in a way. So in a domestic premises, I prefer warm white, but you give the customers options and they might want to change it. So it's a lot easier to change the color of the lamp which I love as well, because some people have said before, I'll put these cool white ones in, but yeah, I prefer warm white. And you've got to change the whole fittings. I don't like that idea. But now it's as simple as just a little switch. And you're laughing and the customers are a lot happier. The only thing I'm waiting for now is the color changing ones. I don't know whether you can get them. No one's ever asked, but I can guarantee you they're going to be next where you can get the app, color changing down lights, where people can change it into a disco if they want because they're going to be popular also, especially for these big kitchens that you do where people have dinner parties in their kitchens. A lot of the time when you go out there to these um, to these fancy kitchens, I remember because we put this big, what was it, a bit of granite, a huge bit of granite. It was an impressive bit of granite put into this kitchen and it lighted up beautifully because we put LED lights all around the skylight and things like that. But then if you could have these colour changing lights as well, I think no, it's a bloke's thing. They like gadgets and toys. I can guarantee that he'll, this guy will want them colour-changing down lights to sync in with his music, maybe. Something cool like that. Because with these KSR down lights, I can't say I've had to go back to any of them yet. They None of them have gone faulty. They've all been spot on. So this is why I'll keep installing these lights until they have a problem. Touch wood, they don't have a problem. But for now, I'm going to keep installing them because they make my customers happy. Now, with sockets and switches, that is the easiest one. Just get the best brand that your local wholesalers does because the best brand will more than likely have a double pole isolator switch, which that's what you want. They want these switches to be double pole switches because the single pole ones, they don't stand the test of time. I've done it before. I've been somewhere. I've bought a shed load of cheap sockets thinking, right, they're nice. I'll have all them sockets and I'll put them in. They've only been single pole. That's why they've been cheap. And they don't stand the test of time. They don't work. The mistake that I made is thinking that plastic sockets were plastic sockets. They're not. There's, uh, there's better plastic sockets than other plastic sockets. This is what I learned in the in the long run. Someone said, oh, I didn't know you wanted uh, double pole switches. Well, I didn't know there was an option. So just make sure when you get any double sockets, just get a double pole isolated one. It's normally the single pole isolated ones are a wholesaler's own brand where oh, we've got our own brand. These are nice and cheap. Yeah, they're cheap for a reason. They're rubbish. And you buy sort of 10 in a box and one might come out, it might be faulty. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter because you've got them cheap as chips anyway. But the, uh, the rest of them are going to go faulty over time. They don't last. This is what I find. If they're single pole 
switching sockets that don't last. It's a common thing, but if you buy cheap, you buy twice. And it's not just having to replace that socket. It's taking your time to have to go to that property to replace that plot socket, let alone look at a bit of an idiot in front of the customer thinking you put cheap rubbish in. And this also goes even more so for the decorative sockets. Put a decent brand and a decent make of de decorative sockets into an install if you're doing maybe a kitchen or anything in someone's house because they will also last a lot longer. If it's a good brand, it's not going to be cheap. You might get customers that say, well, I can get that chrome socket with black inserts down the shop for 99p. You probably can, but you pay for what you get. It's going to be 99p's worth of socket. It's not going to last at all. It's these cheap, fancy chrome sockets with the little white inserts or the little black inserts that when they start going faulty, that's the inserts that start to melt. And that obviously melts to the plug socket and it causes a fault in the long run. And the fuse, is fuse hopefully, luckily, trips and you get called back. And they wonder why it's happening. It's because of that bleeding cheap 99p socket that you're stuck on. And if you think about it, where is the most convenient place where people normally want their decorative switches and sockets? They don't want them in their bedroom where it's behind the bed where they just plug the iPhone in or the lamp. They want them where they're on display. And that's going to be in the kitchen. And then what's in the kitchen? You've got your toaster, you've got your kettle, you've got your air fryer, all the things that will pull the most juice. They're not just going to plug their iPhone into the USB socket. They're going to plug something in that's going to draw the most current. And that's going to be under load constantly. And if from the beginning that you use these cheap sockets and you go around there after it's blown up because you obviously got to give warranty on that installation for 12 months, the customer will phone you up. He'll say, this socket that you put in there, yeah, it's gone faulty like, and you come and replace it. If you've done all them sockets the same, then you've got to go and replace it with another rubbish socket. So if you replace it with a decent branded, a decent double pole switch, decent brand decorative socket to start with, yeah, they're not going to go faulty. This is my, in my experience, I've done it. I've done it before. I've gone online and bought all these cheap switches and sockets. It's not worth it. You don't, you, they don't stand the test of time. They don't stand the 12 months warranty, what you have to put on your, your installations or your jobs. You might as well go to your wholesalers and get a decent brand that are going to, they're going to work well. They're going to last longer. And again, the customer will say, I've seen these ones on Amazon. I'm going to get these. Is this all right? No, don't, don't let them be, don't let them get Amazon, get the same sort of color, the brushed chrome or the gray inserts. Get the things that they, they want, but get them from your local wholesalers of a decent brand. Because if you install these ones I get off Amazon, I can guarantee you, you'll regret it in the long run. So that's all the main materials that a domestic electrician will more than likely use in any installation in a domestic property. Well, apart from, I suppose, there's the cable, the clips, the boxes, the screws, and things like that, the sundries that you don't really count the customer doesn't see so they're not too fussed sort of what color it is or where you get it from and all these i'd say will obviously be available at your local wholesalers where you're going to get your fuse board from where you're going to get your switches from and where you're going to get your downlights from so just get them all in bulk at the same time i do think if you do buy sort of cheaper mod cheaper versions of maybe the cable clips or even the cable it sometimes makes it a little bit more tough to install. I've, I've heard of these cables that are hard to terminate because maybe there have been too much heat on them when they've been made. So you can't pull the insulation off properly. 
I've even heard of horror stories where people will buy a drum of six mil and think, yep, in my head it's six mil because that's what I've just paid for. And it says on the drum it's six mil. Go to a job, install it, go to terminate it and think, it's four. What the flip? It's never happened to me yet. But I guarantee you, I wouldn't be a happy bunny if it did. And the reason that I recommend getting it from your local local wholesalers and having maybe one wholesaler that you go to all the time is because the more you spend at that wholesaler's, the more discount they give you. If you take a look at the column from your next delivery note, sometimes when you go into wholesalers, they'll also get a bit of paper to show you what you paid for. And you look on there, you'll see the discount that you get. And it's been as much as 75% sometimes. Joe Public walks in there, they might say, yes, this is £100. You can turn around and go in there and get it for 25 quid. The more money you spend, the better discount you get in all wholesalers. It might seem a little bit crazy, the amount of discount that you can get sometimes. But if you think about it, these wholesalers want you to come back time and time again. So they look after you. They don't make maybe a massive margin on things. But sometimes if you're going to go in there and you're going to say, right, I've got 10 houses to rewire and get all the kit from that wholesalers, that's where they're going to make the money. That's if you go in there every week. If you're rewiring a house every week, they're going to make the money with the amount of materials that they sell you. And in my experience, again, the better you get along with your wholesalers, the better discount you get. And if the wholesalers ever say to you, right, yeah, that's the best price we can do, you can always do better. Trust me. And if you're my local wholesaler listening to this, yes, I mean you. But if you don't think that you're getting the best deal at your local wholesalers, then you can also shop around. It's not a big deal. Maybe take a little bit of time to have a look around, see what other wholesalers. You can always change your wholesaler. I've done it over the years. The thing is the reason why, because the manager at one wholesaler went to another one. So yeah, I followed them because I get on with them. I think they're fantastic and they look after you. They can get the materials that you want. If they can't find it, they'll source it for you. So I'll get on quite well with the wholesalers. And I did this for a podcast a little while ago. I checked out a few wholesalers. I, I, can, I did a podcast about com- competing wholesalers against each other see what what price they could give so i'll leave a link in the show notes below so you can check that one out and until next time see you again